Like, at the same time, like, you can get up early, but then, you know, we have to go do that. But I completely me, understand. Yeah. Like, that's me. me. I'm, I just, I'm autonomous. Like, I need... That that's my routine. I'll wake up. I'll get my coffee. I'll use the restroom. Right. Like, then I'm good. Yeah. If 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 anything, coffee's a big one too. But if I'm anything a... deviates from that even slightly, my whole day is just completely backwards, and I'm just <laughs> I'll just go days without using the restroom. I'm oh. like, I don't know what happened. Like something something's wrong. I'm gonna get you a life alert button. You need it. I do need that. <laughs> so. Anyway, anyways, um, wake up and um, usually what I do. I mean, if it's a morning where I'm physically, my goal is to be out of the bus walking around 30 minutes before loading in. That's my perfect goal. Um, so I can wake up, see the venue, see the atmosphere I'm working in, the the geometry of the venue, you know, where I'm going to put my stuff. I'm gonna... A lot of logistics stuff. Exactly. Um, so I get up, have some food, go inside the venue, you know, maybe go to the bathroom or something. Um, if I have extra time, you know, I'll look in my phone fu- look on my phone to find a starbucks usually i do that before i even get up out of my bunk it's like oh man where's coffee you know feel like a, a zombie kind of thing but um yeah i wake up and walk into the venue see what's going on do a little walkthrough and then figure out who's the venue hands for the day basically every venue will hire people just to move stuff and basically save my back um and the backs of my other crew guys that are traveling but um, we move all the stuff in. Called it's called load in, and then we get everything set up. Load in. It depends how much stuff we have. Whether we have production lights, you know, big production, small production, it depends. Um, but that's for headlining. Majority of the times I'm working for the headliner instead of working for support bands. But at the same time, I could do either. But for me, it's working as a headliner. Is my my normal day, and then. We load in the venue, we set everything up, and then we get ready for sound check. Sound check is when the artists actually come in, play a couple songs. Um, the person who's doing front of house, which is the mixing of the, the, the audio, in the crowd um, or somewhere inside the venue, we play a couple songs. They prep for their sound, or they prep their show. I make sure all my stuff's good, you know, tune guitars, change batteries, you know, etc. Once sound check is done, and all the other bands are getting ready to load in because a, a show will have, you know, anywhere from three to five bands, you know. And then if we have a local opener, that's even more. Um, it depends. But we have, um, we basically prep our stage for, we prep it so it stays the same way as it was at Soundcheck. So if we have a mic stand, we're going to tape on the floor. This is where the mic stand goes. This is where the keyboards go. This is where I'm putting the waters. This is where I'm putting the set lists or et cetera, stuff like that. So everything that you're doing beforehand is like a direct correlation to like how the actual main event plays out and how it's staged. Correct. Correct. Sick. And then once I'm done with uh, sound check and my stage is set and spiked, spike is, um, it's called spike tape. It's like a cloth. There's gaff tape and spike tape. Spike tape is the very thin. It's like maybe like a half inch wide. And then like gaff tape is between an inch and two inches. It's a cloth reflective tape that um, the when it's under black light, um, you can see it. So you can mark stuff on it or not. It's, it's expensive, but it's a vital thing I use. So I um, uh, once sound check is done and my stage is uh, spiked and good to go, 
I'm free to go until changeover. I can go do whatever I want. I go get dinner and go hang out with friends. I could go take a nap on the bus. It depends. Usually it's about, roughly, it's about I work four hours. And then but I that's get... like that's four hours of involved work, not involved like work, checking doing... an email, right? Going not to sitting at my meeting. desk, not twiddling thumbs, yeah, you know, not checking Instagram. Four intense hours, intense work, set up, get everything ready to go. And some bands are easy to set up; other bands, it's a lot more things. Sure. You know, change the guitar strings. You know, doing stuff like that. I usually, try to change strings on guitars before sound check. But if I change them after, I change them after. But uh, definitely before the show, and then. When sound check is done, when the stage is all set and spiked, that's when I have a couple hours of break. And I can go get dinner, go hang out, chill for a little bit. Depends. Um, if I get done with sound check at four thirty, and our changeover would usually be about nine, so that's roughly five hours. That's give or take. Um, and then I'm still having to prep for the show. You know, prep picks, prep set lists. You know, things like that. And then. Once the final band is done before the band I'm working for, um, it's time to get their stuff off stage and then have unveil, you know, if I'm if there's a veil over the drum riser or the drum kid, if there's, you know, a production that has to be brought out or something like that. And then we do something that's called a line check. And a line check is basically we test every single input. So we're testing all the drums. We're testing the vocal mics. We're testing keys. We're testing guitars and bass. Um, we're testing backtracks. We make sure that everything works. And it doesn't have to like you know be played for long. It's just it's just got to work. So when the band walks on stage, when the intro after the intro goes, it's just gonna work. You know, it's not gonna be uh, it's not gonna be something breaks or something. I've had times where I've had units or things break in between sound check and line check i was just gonna ask you like yeah. what's the craziest like oh shit moment that you've ever had during that period of time during like, the, the line check period where, where of you time? had to like figure it out all right quick. Here, we, here we go yeah um this was 2017 i was working for a band called falling in reverse um and we were at a venue called skyway theater in minneapolis minnesota and Skyway Theater is a very old style theater that um, that um, has a big stage has a big stage on it, but it's like dark, spooky hallways and weird elevators. It's just it's a it's a very interesting venue. Anyway, so we were it was a co-headlining tour, and the other band that was on the tour is a band called All That Remains, and All That Remains is a band. That I absolutely loved. Love, I up. love all all the. I mean, I still do. It's classic. But it was cool. I actually got to go on tour with them, and Sick. this is the one of the last tours that the guitar player Ollie was on before he passed away. Or it's a it's a whole that's a whole another ordeal. But um, yeah, so I befriended you know the band. But what was really cool about this tour is the guitar tech for all that remains was the guitar tech who taught me how to tour or how to tech. So. We were finally on tour together, which we were on tour the previous year because he was the guitar tech for Fear Factory, and then he went to go work for another band, and then he taught me all of his tips and tricks because he'd worked for Fear Factory for a while, I think in like two or three years or something, and then I um, learned from him. 
And what's actually really cool is the workbox I have and take all over the world with me, my mobile desk, I actually bought from him. So, and I still have it. So, the Skyway Theater, basically, we do sound check, we play, everything's fine and dandy. We get ready to play a show, doing line check, turn on the guitar amp, guitar amp dies. No sound. Lights are on, no sound. Toast. Wow. And I was like, oh, crap, oh, crap, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And um, so I immediately brought to my, or call for my tech friend, you know, my guy, Max Karen is his name. And I was like, Max, my amp died. Help, SOS. And I did not have a backup. We had a different backup, but it was a different brand. It wasn't the same identical thing. Yeah. All that remains had... So I had the 100-watt version. They had the 50-watt version. So it was the same same amp, same sound, just half the power. And immediately, you know, here comes Max running through with their amp. And um, I told my guitar player of the time, his name is uh, Christian, and I was like, yo, dude, your amp died. And he goes, well, um, you got another one? And it was like, yeah. He goes, all right, cool. Just put the gain at ten when I when I play leads, and then when I'm not playing leads, put the gain at five. And I was like, all right, cool. So we got through the show. And I'm doing guitar switches, and the whole show, I'm literally crouching behind his guitar cab, waiting for him because I can hear in my in ears, you know, the the band. And anytime he goes to play lead, I would just immediately go and just crank it up, and it was the funniest thing. And he'd look at me and he'd be like, "Yeah, that sounds good." <laughs> yeah, no, he, he like, yeah, it does. But no, it I was great. I was literally his manual. Just, just pulling. I, the I was his manual um, guy boost on, on the thing and uh That's hilarious. it was it was a it was a hilarious thing but uh yeah that was um that was one of the things between sound check and line check that i like immediately on the fly i was like what am i gonna do this is what i'm gonna do and like you know sitting there and you know crank up and crank down so Dang. but um but the thing is though with teching is i feel like it's a lot of like on the foot improv sometimes it's, it is but also i have to be prepared i feel like you need like plan a b c and d but i also have to be prepared right for when stuff happens exactly. i have to be able to uh fix it on the fly yeah so um but yeah basically that's um that's something i that, that's a story i had to had to do one time that's crazy yeah I, it was crazy dang. like yeah. what would you say like one of the biggest misconceptions are that like people tend to make about what you do that's like totally not true and like the second part to that is like do you have a, an actual answer for that misconception oh totally um the term roadie quote unquote basically being like you know oh you're someone that just hangs out with the band and you're just you know you go on tour and you just travel and hang out with the band like no it's not hanging out with the band i'm working you know oh roadies you know party and sleep around and they're scumbags they're like modern day pirates yeah i can't be a modern day pirate but at the same time like i'm working i have to specialize in my craft um, I'm an artist when it comes down to working on guitars, setting up stages. I mean, basically, um, musicians think that, or no, excuse me, that people think that mus- mus- musicians are just party animals on tours all the time, you know, doing this, doing that. It's a job. It's very mentally grinding. It's very I, mentally demanding. I think that that's like a common misconception about like anyone in the music industry, regardless of genre or, or style of music. Like, 
just from somebody that has been to a lot of shows, like I couldn't imagine having to take that one awesome show that I just saw from their perspective and energy level. Now take that show and having to replicate it then 37 other odd times for people at the same exact level. Yeah. Like you're expected to just be on stage and then like that's that level of what you're showing me has to be consistent. That sounds crazy. Um, yeah, I definitely agree that, um, making the same show, um, making the same show happen night after night. I'll say for sure though, that the beginning shows of the tour can be a little bit more rough getting into the swing of things, but anything from about 30% onward of the tour, you're, um, definitely in a good motion. But yeah, no, um, definitely people think that musicians are just party animals and, you know, life on the road, but it's it's a definitely a mental it's a mental and physical challenge you know to wake up do the thing every day super demanding very demanding but at the same time I love what I do and the amount of artists I've worked for over the years and time is just super sick so I, I know I know that we're cutting it close here and that you have to get going to do your other thing but what what would you say like what's some advice that you can give somebody that's looking to get into this like line of work like with all of the knowledge and experience that you currently have like what's one one piece of advice that you wish someone would have given you before you started everything um well i would say to get involved in this line of work is definitely network go to shows talk to people um you're going to meet people that are super sick you're going to meet people that will act to be your friend and then will betray you um, you know, a lot of true colors will show over time, but as long as you're dedicated to doing what you love and you're always progressing somehow, whatever way that may be, um, all never put your feet in still water. You always got to be moving. You always got to do stuff. Um, trials and tribulations will come, whether if it's personal, whether if it's family, whether if it's anything, but, um, you always have to be prepared. Um, research. Learn guitar rigs. Learn how to work on instruments. Learn. Um, there's things you can learn, and there's things that have to be taught. You have to learn by yourself. It's not like you could just, you know, it's not like I just write a perfect handbook of tour etiquette and this and that. I mean, there's going to be times, you know, where like, I mean, going back to pooping, you know, you can't poop in the tour bus because the tour bus can't handle poop. And it just it just is what it is, you know. So there's that one time when you know someone poops in the tour bus, and it's like, ah, oh, great, who did it? You know, who's an idiot? I bet if you did write a tour handbook, that would be in it, though. Oh, for sure, absolutely. Rule number one: don't poop in the bus. Instant. <laughs> um, but um, as far as advice of what um, if I could have told myself before I started touring, um, oh man, I got really 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 ponder this. Um, I ask good questions. You, you do, yeah. Um, definitely. Um, don't take anything for granted. This is definitely a huge thing. This is a a job that is not where you just go walk into Seven Eleven or go walk into Wally World, throw down an application and say, "Hey, hire me." It's like I really had to earn this job, and I had to network, and I had to get here, and I had to do stuff. I mean, I'm, I, it's a one in a million kind of job. It's not like I just get to show up and you that, know, clock that, in. That's why you're on this podcast, my friend. Thank you. You yeah. have a cool job. It, it's a very wild job. I mean, even though I haven't been on tour in over a year, it's uh, 
you know, I still love what I do and I'm keeping, keeping busy and I'm improvising. Um, I, I think you've done an awesome job just shifting and, and adjusting to the current times with what you're doing outside of this, with your own personal page, your, your music instrument repair page, your yeah. tech page. Like I'm proud of what you're doing right Thank now. You. It's, it's really cool to watch you kind yeah. of uh, make those adjustments. Yeah. It's definitely, um, definitely keeping busy and loving what I, what I do and, I mean, hey, man, everyone's got a guitar. Everyone needs some guitar work. And I've had some awful guitars, and I've had some rad guitars. And I've had, you know, guitars that are nightmares. And But at the same time, I love what I do, and I'm keeping my chops up, even though I can't go, you know, have crowds and whatnot. But Piggy, yeah. Piggybacking off of that, totally. my, my my closing question, I know I know you really have to go. And That's I all appreciate you taking the time. But the uh, question is, like, do you enjoy your job currently like at the same level you did when you started out or do you find that it's just kind of you appreciate it in a different way? You know, like where's your level of like enjoyment from what you do? Is it still oh, the same? Oh, like compared to when I first started working? Oh, yeah. I absolutely still love it. Same level. Same level. If not more. If not more. Yeah. If not more. Because now, you know, I mean, the first time I ever did started this job, you know, I got in an airplane, did an 18 hour, fl- uh, I did a 13 hour flight followed by an 18-hour flight. It was 10 flights in two weeks, and it was just brutal. Um, but at the same time, uh, I've been to every continent except Antarctica, and the goal is by the time I'm 30 to go to Antarctica. Um, but, um, yeah, no, I absolutely love what I do. Um, I have not grown old or grown tired of it. It's definitely not something I'm going to do forever, but at the same time, the the amount of progression of climbing the ladder that i've been able to do in the last couple of years is just um phenomenal and uh it's it's the coolest thing so it'll be definitely memories and stories that i'll have forever endeavor to cherish and and uh do i try to write as many of them down as possible to remember i mean there's some where i'll just remember oh hey i remember that um you know random story that comes about but yeah definitely um definitely uh, I still love what I do, and um, I actually just found out uh, the other day that I have confirmed tour dates for the end of what? October. What? Is this yep. a leak? It's do a leak. People, people not know this yet? Um, confirmed tour dates for the end of October to mid-December. Um, Are you able to confirm for what band? I, I'll be working for Suicide Silence. It's uh, rescheduled shows. It's, it, by the time this podcast is out, I'm sure that it'll be announced. But um, it'll be supporting Ginger um, U.S. tour um, late of 2021, which I'm very Dude, excited. Dude, that's so epic. I mean, it's just like I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, to get back out yeah. to it. And I told myself at the beginning of this pandemic that it would be late 2021 to early 2022. So I was already mentally ahead of the game knowing that, like, I'm going to have some time off. I need to figure out what the hell to do for now. For sure. But at the same time, um, you know, the, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And um, just making stuff happen. So I'm truly, truly excited on it. So, Dude, congrats again. And, and thank you for taking the time out of your day to talk with me and to Absolutely. teach me about thank what you, you do. And do. We've, we've been best friends for 20 years, and this is rad to, you know, set up and post up and, you know, have a, a bubbly beverage that um, and just chat about life and whatnot. So I'm very excited for your podcast and uh, definitely going to be subscribing. So. But, um, but yeah, to stay in contact with me, um, all my socials are I am John Douglas, and then my tech Instagram page is Headlamp Poppy. It is all both of those are all one word. Um, yeah, um, 
I'm I'm super stoked to be on this. And it, what's the name of the podcast again? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, so the name of this is going to be Unexpected Perception. Unexpected Perception. My goal is to shoot for every other week, have a new one lined up for you guys. So if you guys want to tune back in, love it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for having me. This is this is really cool. I've actually done a, a handful of podcasts lately, and um, yeah, it's cool just to sit and have a conversation and and chat about it. So it's hell cool. yeah. So thanks, man. Absolutely, man. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the very first official episode of Unexpected Perception. If you guys found this interesting, be sure to click the follow button. We're going to have tons more episodes coming up. I can't wait to show you guys what's in store. 